0: Hey, friends, we're so glad you're here and have tuned into So What Makes You Come Alive podcast. We're your hosts, Gabe the Girl and Michaela McGee, and we're here
1: to explore what it would look like to take ownership of and change the narratives of our lives to live a life fully alive.
0: Hey, everybody, welcome to a conversation episode uh, where Michaela and Gabe, myself, uh, we'll be talking about <laughs> a uh, very interesting topic. Um, mm-hmm. Something that we hope inspires you and encourages you and um, kind of gets us all thinking. Um, yeah. yeah, Michaela, what yeah. would you have to say about today's episode?
1: Oh man, well, we were just chatting about this like right before recording and I feel like we probably should have just been recording our, our chat about it because it was True. so good. Like these questions that are coming up for both of us are like, to me, they've been really profound in my own life. And I know that in conversations that I've had with people over the last several years, especially like these have been some pretty big questions for them too. So I'm really excited to dive yeah, into this and to yeah see where the conversation goes.
0: It's definitely challenging to try to kind of bullet point track where we're going to go with these types of episodes because <laughs> we just want to get talking yeah. about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? I mean,
1: (laughs) that is very true, but this is also the beauty of a podcast, right? It's
0: just a a
1: conversation.
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yes. So one of our big daunting questions that we're going to approach today and probably do a little bit of dissection to delve a little bit deeper Mm -hmm. is uh, what do you want for your life?
1: Boom. Boom. Nice, nice, light question to start off the conversation here. (laughs) Like the really, beginning of yeah, our, uh, podcast We just started off nice and easy. So what do yeah. you want for your life? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, seriously, like that question in and of itself is pretty freaking huge, but you take out all the the big things that people think about, like, cause I think, yeah. you know, I've been asked that question so many times, I'm sure that we all have. And it's like, but I don't necessarily mean like, what career path do you want? Like, do you want kids? Do you want to be married? Where do you want to live? How much money? All the things. Like, that's not even, that's not the real question.
0: What yeah, do you want? Definitely. Yeah, I think it's it's quite the reflex to just kind of talk about those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, what's funny is that today I went back and looked back over my Myers Briggs. <laughs> mm, nice. I, I recently took like the Enneagram test and the Myers Briggs test again, just to you know, kind of check and make sure that <laughs> See what was, my personality is, <laughs> what my personality is over time, not mm-hmm. letting these things define me. But you know, it's it's kind of fun. And yeah. my like they they have a quote um, that goes with every Myers Briggs personality, and my quote was all about like it doesn't um, it doesn't matter to me, you know, these, these things that you, you have planned for your life, the achievements or the the different things. It's like, I want to, I want to know what you long for, like what you crave, mm. like Ooh. the thing that is going to just, you know, fuel your life with passion. Yeah. Um, and I was like, Oh, that's so me. <laughs> <This is> so, <laughs> so very me. I'm like, tell me that, you know, you're excited about, Um, you know, where your job is going and, and all Mm. that. And I I think those are great things. And I I don't by any means uh, discount, you know, the effort of the time and the sacrifices we've made to, to build a family, Um, you know, to climb corporate ladder, get the raise or Mm -hmm. have children, like all really um, valuable things and things that do make life more rich. Um, (laughs) Yeah. but, (laughs) but you know like yeah it's like how do we curate a life that is fueled by what helps us to experience a life that's more fully alive
1: yeah I mean so that's that is where we really do get to pause and listen right like curating that life I just, when I hear that word, I just instantly think about like art galleries, Mm -hmm. like the curators of museums and everything. They take the time and they pick out each piece to make it a whole experience. It's not just like one piece of art, you know, painting or a statue or whatever. I clearly know all the art things, (laughs) but you know what I mean? Like that's an entire job of somebody's is to curate an experience that Mm -hmm. somebody has when they walk into a museum Like we get to do that for our own lives. Like, what are we really picking out? And like you were saying that some people really are driven to do, to, to climb that corporate ladder or to, to build a family. Like you were saying, some people are really driven to go live in a bunch of different countries or to do whatever, but they are hopefully consciously picking those things out and not just going through the motions. Like they're, they're. Curating. Like you said, I mean, I love that word. Yeah. It's really yeah. super powerful.
0: Yeah. Curate that word. Um, I believe holds a lot of, it is a very intentional word. Mm-hmm. You cannot curate something without having to be intentional. Yeah. Um, so if we're, <laughs> we're living our life on autopilot or we're living our life according to what somebody else said that we should do, um, mm-hmm. you know, or, you know, outside, you know, influences rather than really digging deep to own what we want and mm-hmm. why we want it. Um,
1: yeah. yeah.
0: it. You just, we, we lose out on having deeper, more meaningful and transformative experiences, I think.
1: We really do. And, you know, I think that's, that's something that's like pretty sad about the way that our culture is like, it's just normal when you're being raised as a kid, like you're taught to not question and just do like, just listen and go with the flow. Like, don't be a rebel. Don't push boundaries or anything. Like you, you have to go to school. You have to obey. You have to listen to your teacher. You have to do your homework. You have to do this, this, and this. And by the time we're 18, we're so programmed into thinking that that we don't even question like, well, okay, so I have to go to college and then I have Mm -hmm. to start a career and I have to work until retirement. But like, nobody said that, Mm -hmm. you know, it is, that is completely taking away from our experience of life. Like, but, you know, I mean, obviously people do that to keep their kids safe and to give them Mm -hmm. the potential of a future and everything. There is meaning behind it, but how do we, break that you know at 18 like when we become adults how do we then all of a sudden know to start asking questions and and really even listen to what is it that we really want like I don't feel like I had permission to ask myself that question until way later in life you know and I was like wait a second nobody's telling me what to do anymore I'm just doing these things why am I doing these things
0: And you just kind of get like a little bit of like decision paralysis too. Like the whole world Mm -hmm. is open to you all at once, at least, I mean, depending on where you're listening to this episode from, um, you know, us having grown up with similar backgrounds, you know, Michaela and I, um, Mm -hmm. you know, there was definitely like, yeah, that, that expected timeline of we're going to live, you know, the first 12, 13, 14. 16 years of our lives. Sorry. I had to do some math. 16 years of our lives. It's like, how long is college? Oof. Yeah. You know, anywhere, anywhere from 14 to 16 years of our lives, um, being told where to be, when to be there, how to be, what we need to do to succeed. And then we're dropped into life, being like, okay, sink or swim, start yep. start paddling, like start making decisions, start, you know, deciding what you want for your life. Yeah. And we're not really taken through a, at least in my experience, you're not taken through like a life skills. Like let's, let's talk about your place in the world and how important Mm -hmm. that is. Let's talk about you yourself contributing to your own story. Um, you know, wild concept there. Wild that's something when I was living and working in, in Beijing, in China, that somebody asked me at one point, they were like, what's, you know, what do you hope that your your students walk away with from, mm-hmm. you know, the one year that you have teaching them? Because I was teaching them um, theater arts and uh, film analysis and film production. I was like, well, I'm a lover of story. And if mm-hmm. there's anything that my students leave with, I want them to leave, like, with Knowing that they have the power to choose, yeah, where their life is going, because you know, in that culture, mm-hmm. a lot of times they're yeah. told you're going to be a doctor, you're going to be a lawyer. Um, you know, my students really struggled with that a lot because they had other passions, right. and you know, other things that interested them. Um, but I was like, I wanted them to know that they have the power to make choices, to write a really great story with their lives, but also that they needed to to go after, when they go after the things and experience challenges, that's meant to help them to grow and help Mm. them to, you know, become a redeemed character on the journey. Like,
1: yeah, well, and I think, I mean, it's definitely very pronounced in that culture. It's probably present in most cultures in the world these days, but that the little bit of pressure that you do have from previous generations because they worked so hard to get you to where you are right now so that you can then work hard to get the next generation to continue to progress. But even you just giving those students permission to consider what their passions are. Like, how can we do that collectively Mm -hmm. as a grander worldwide society? Like, how can we really empower people of any age, think about what are my passions like what where what are my ambitions but like my inward ones like what do I love to do what brings me joy what lights me up what makes me come fully alive like obviously we're talking about this because we we love talking about this on our podcast but like what if people were actually asking themselves that question and let it be that drive for okay, so I can take, you know, I mean, like I find my passions and then take little bits and pieces of that along the way to curate the experience. Like we still have to participate in society to an extent, you know, like next day, (laughs) right? Like (laughs) still, still have to make some money, pay our bills, Mm -hmm. whatever, whatever. Like, I mean, if you want to be a hermit, by all means, go be a hermit. (laughs) That's really where you feel called to be. But like, if you want to be in society, usually you do have to be contributing in some way. But what if you could curate a life that is like your best experience, like the way that you truly feel lit up every single day. And, And you're not just on that hamster wheel. You're not just doing, not even just because somebody else said it, but like, because that's what you've seen done. Like how can we get people to to be thinking about that, you know? Like yeah. break them out of that mindset.
0: Yeah. I think because when you also like look back on seasons of our lives, um, mm-hmm. you know, wherever we were, we're we're not talking about the accolades much. We're not talking about, you know, the things that we typically talk about when we talk about what we want in life, like what do you mm-hmm. want in life? We're talking about the experiences. Yeah. We're talking about relationship. We're talking about things that are so much deeper than just a label or an income bracket or, Mm -hmm. you know, like those kinds of things. Um, Yeah. Life is about relationship, life is about (laughs) these experiences. And, you know, we have a relationship to others, but we also have a relationship to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that is essential when we're looking at, um, you know, the things that make us feel fully alive, the things that light us up, the things that bum us out. Um, and so Mm -hmm. we've got to take what we know, if we've taken the time to sit with it, to ask ourselves, like, what are these okay. things that are yeah. that are contributing to me making me feel fully alive in this mm-hmm. season or in this context? I want to do more of those. Right. Um, I want to look back on this time and I want to be like, "Yeah, man, these things." I I, I can just like put myself there. I can feel it. Yeah. I can taste it. I can smell it. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I know that's all very like totally uh, no, but I, I'm so I mean, all in, all open my senses, but.
1: But that is exactly it. Honestly, that's what I was just going to say. It was like, it's, it's so much more about how you feel than what you're doing. Like the experience, what you really remember is how you feel. Like I think back on college and I certainly don't remember, you know, the exact questions from the exams. <laughs> like I studied a lot. I learned a lot. But what I remember is how I felt during those years. Mm-hmm. Like the relationships that I had, the tenseness of all, all different kinds of things going on in, you know, your late teens, early 20s and like all kinds of emotions and everything there. But I, I vividly can put myself back in that space because I remember how I felt during that season of life, you know, mm-hmm. and it's that's the experience right there. Like, sure, college was hard in a lot of ways. I don't know that it was really the right decision for me but I was an obedient kid. (laughs) So like, I went to college, I did what I was supposed to do big air quotes. I still got a lot out of it. Because I let myself be present there because I let myself build relationships with people and find ways to make the most of it. I don't even know that I was conscious that I was doing that then. But you know, like, I guess maybe that's, that's some saving grace in all of this. Like, you can, it's never too late to start doing these things. And you can always look back and say, I still had some sort of experience in all of this. You know, like I worked in corporate world and whatever, whatever, you know, like nonprofits, all the things, everything, not everything, but I can still take something from these experiences and now moving forward, how can I I curate my life moving forward and take this, take little bits and pieces
0: Yeah, I think something that I maybe also even in my personal life need to continue to remind myself is that like I'm gonna reap what I sow.
1: Mm. You know,
0: (laughs) you know. (laughs) Yup. And um it hasn't hasn't been the easiest year. I'm coming up on a year of being in Spain. And there's been a lot of things that have happened that are outside of my control that I can very honestly say like, man, I do not feel like I was living fully alive at all. I felt like I was, Mm -hmm. you know, getting kicked around left and right by things I couldn't really do much about, but I did have the, I I did have the training and the practice Mm -hmm. from a year in quarantine years prior to that to be able to approach the challenge of this season, which I was like, oh, this is, this just feels like getting kicked while I'm already down to say like, okay, what do I need right now? What are the things that are going to counteract mm. the 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 challenges or the trauma or whatever it is to help me still keep the light burning? Yeah. Um, I'm not going to let the challenges and the mm-hmm. trauma or whatever it is, put the light out. But I'm going to make sure that I'm I'm continuing to fuel it, even if it looks or feels a little different in this yeah. season.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that brings up a great point that like every day, yes, we do get to choose to live a light life that is fully alive. But all these seasons are totally different. And that is a loud, loud lapping of water. Sorry, guys. <laughs> is that a dog? The, the reality of, of dogs. I should probably yes. <laughs>
0: hydrate.
1: <laughs> Hell yeah! Um, but like, how do we? How do we find that light within us? And how do we foster that light? How do we continue to curate? I I really love that word now. Like, how do we continue to curate that life that is fueled by something that lights us up, something that makes us feel fully alive in the midst of? everyday life, the ups and downs of like ebbs and flows of life, you know, I mean, we can't just live on cloud nine forever and ever and pretend like life is amazing. I mean, you can certainly choose to like be finding the joy every single day. And that does elevate life. It like makes it a lot brighter and more fun and everything. But that does not, you know, necessarily keep out death or sickness or you know things that are really very much out of your control like there's there's still that reality and I think that that's a great question to be asking each other like asking all of you guys who are listening to this too like how do you in those challenging times what do you do to find what lights you up to and care for what lights you up I think maybe more than just finding it but how are you actively choosing that in the challenging times.
0: Yeah, totally. I think it's also good to, I'm just this comes to mind, I feel like I should say it, mm. is um, finding a support system mm. or somebody to check in with you as well yeah. when you're making these changes in your life. Because I mean, it's not like, you know, <laughs> once you're going, and living your life on autopilot for so long that you're gonna wake up the next day and make all of the changes at once, that's, whoo, that would be right. a huge thing to tackle uh, yeah. overnight. But I think it's, it's going to be more sustainable to make the, the changes over time too, to start mm-hmm. replacing what we've settled for or what we've been handed or what we've been told to do um, with what we're longing for. Mm -hmm. To really have those conversations with a trusted friend or a trusted family member, somebody that, um, you know, can speak honestly back into your life. Somebody that can be there to, to check in with you and say like, Hey, how's, how's your walks out in nature going? Yeah. yeah, What, what coffee are you enjoying these days? Did you get out to spend some time with that new group of people that you were interested in getting to know? Mm -hmm. are you doing your breathing exercises? Are you, you know, like, are you, are you drinking more water? Cause that makes you feel more alive, like (laughs) fully lit up. Um, you know, and I think it's important that we also have people around us that value living life, um, in the same way. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I think that that is definitely huge. And also just recognizing, like you were saying, This can't necessarily be like an overnight change. Mm -hmm. Things are going to shift overnight and it's going to feel massively different when you do choose to live a life that is fully alive. But I think also just recognizing that like, this is a lifelong change Mm -hmm. and journey and process and everything. And like, when you do commit to living a life that's fully alive, in the midst of living in this world that we're in, like it's going to take, there are days that it's going to take a lot more of your focus and energy and drive. And then there are other days that it will be a lot easier and it's going to be so great and everything. But like, how committed are you? You know, like, are you really, are you willing to, to put in all the effort for the rest of your life, like whatever you're able to give each day. But yeah, I mean, it's not easy, but holy moly, it is so freaking worth it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I would not, I don't know, I guess like having gotten a taste of what life can really look like when I recognize like I am curating my own life. I am living a life that is fully alive, completely lit up because I'm choosing that every single day. I, I wouldn't want, I just like, I can't go back, you know, even when it gets tough.
0: (laughs) Once you've, you've felt how the fire burns brighter (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm.
0: once, once you know that feeling, ah, how you long to to experience it again. Right. Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think even for anybody that, that hasn't felt that fire in a long time, like take some time today, sit down with pen and paper, go out for a walk in nature, wherever it is that you can just like mentally like shut off and tap into yourself ask yourself what you really are passionate about like
0: yeah
1: what is it that brings you joy mm-hmm. and makes you laugh like comes easily to you whatever that is like maybe maybe you even have to like mentally go back to being a kid again what was mm-hmm. it that made you laugh then yeah. is that something that you can reincorporate into your life now you know, yeah.
0: like yeah. Kids it could so even free. could even be something like spending time with your grandkids, like yeah, taking each week a couple days a week to just mm. do life with them. And what an inspiration children are as well. Right? Oh my a gosh. lot of times they only do what they love to do, oh, uh, yeah. what they're longing for, you yep. know, and that, that could be eating dirt, but they're happy. So
1: yes, they are. <laughs> So happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My fur kids love to do that. It's
0: disgusting.
1: <laughs> but it brings them so much joy. And it's so it's such an amazing reminder to me that we have we have all these generations that we're constantly surrounded by. And they get to be an inspiration to each one of us.
0: Mm. Yes. Different seasons of life, different walks of life. Mm-hmm. Um dang. It just Quick story. It makes me think of walking through um, one of my mentors, a good friend of mine who's in a she's a couple generations older than me, walked me through her new house, is kind of sharing a little bit about her experience in this mm-hmm. new house. Um, she's a widow and um uh, very young widow, uh, mm-hmm. but was just talking with me about the solitude. That she found in the mornings, and the beauty, and the peace, and just how rich um, her time was, uh, you know, in the mornings, and just in the season of life, and it greatly inspired me to go try it out. Like you may mm-hmm. maybe not, you may not even know what you're longing for, and then something might spark, and you're like, okay, well maybe, maybe this is something we should explore. And yeah. so, like, be open to exploring doing new things, you know, trying new things um, and, and see what catches fire.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Well, I think on that note, <laughs> we, <laughs> on that should, note. we should wrap up. But if you yeah. guys want to share some of your stories with us about, I mean, honestly, like anything that we've talked about today, because I feel like it covers such a wide spectrum, but like, what has it been like for you? choosing to live a life that is fully lit up and going through the challenges? Or what questions do you ask yourself in order to be able to figure out what lights you up? How do you get to that mental space of being able to just recognize, like, hang on a second, I don't want to be on the hamster wheel anymore. Mm. I want to just take one foot off at a time and explore out there, like, what is it that you do? Because honestly, you guys, as we have these conversations with people, Gabe and I are constantly inspired by them, but I it just like reignites the flame for them too. And I feel like when we get to have these conversations openly, it's like big stuff is happening. It's pretty amazing.
0: There you go. Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much for being part of our community here. Um, and we look forward to meeting and talking with more of you. Mm-hmm. Be sure to, like Michaela said, drop us a comment send us a message, um, engage with us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, share this with others, share this with your friends. Yeah. Um, and we look forward to seeing you again. Yeah, Sharing definitely. Again in our next yes. episode.
1: Absolutely. And if you guys feel compelled to be on the podcast, we love hearing from you. So feel free to send us an email at at Um, And we would love to have a chat with you. All right. We'll see
0: you guys next week. All right. Take care, guys.
1: Thanks for tuning in to So What Makes You Come Alive. We're so inspired by the conversations we get to have with everyday humans about what lights them up and how
0: to love the story they're living. We hope that you feel just as inspired, too. Interested in getting in on the inspiration? Click the link in our Instagram bio at Thrive Fully Alive and select the option for the one about you. Be our guest. Remember to tune in each week for a new episode where we explore what it looks like to get back to living our best story, where we hope that your favorite story becomes your own.